Zach, before we talk about the Monday night game, the eligible receiver, the crowd, I want to go back to the post-game interview you did after the game. And you basically were saying that Pittsburgh feels like home. So why does it feel like home? And maybe why did your previous stops not feel like home to you? Yeah, I, I mean, I've been wanting to say this for about the, the, the year and a half that I've been here. Um, obviously, I've been taking a break from media just out of respect to not only the older guys, because they like that, you know, when a young guy comes in and starts contributing, I don't want to be woe is me. And then also Pittsburgh is just like that. Like you can just tell the Pittsburgh people are about action more than words. And if you do have actions, then you can have your words. But I meant what I said, you know, I've been here all off season through the cold and the heat. <laughs> and uh, I've seen everything Pittsburgh has to offer in terms of football support as a team, but also individual support this last week. And I know I kind of jumped the gun on that. I know we weren't getting to that, but I just wanted to show my appreciation to the Pittsburgh fans because, like I said, they're so football oriented and so focused on and so die hard black and gold. I got that right this time. <laughs> um, that it's it means a lot to them. And, and I want them to know that not only for me, but other guys on this team, it means a lot to us as well. This offseason, I was here, so I saw that you were here in Pittsburgh. You mentioned, you know, roughing through the cold and the winters that are, you know, living in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But why did you stay here this offseason and maybe take me through the transformation that you did do to get to 2019? Yeah, so um, going into, obviously, I don't know, just a quick summary. I was drafted in the fourth round by the nameless, the faceless team that we're playing this week. That's good, good call. Um, and then I was released at the end of camp on waivers got bidded for by four teams. I was with another faceless opponent that plays in the North as well um, for my whole rookie season, 0-16. By the end of that 0-16 season, I was 420 pounds. I reported to Steelers camp around 370, so I'm already, I'm already down 50-something pounds um, going into it, which is one of the reasons why the Steelers brought me in because I had that part of fixed, but I was really just a guy, a just-in-case guy. And um, Coach T asked me, and I remember this like it was yesterday, he asked me after, I think it was week eight, that we played the Panthers on Thursday Night mm -hmm. Football. You remember that? He said on Wednesday, before the day before the game, he said, after the game on Thursday, meet me in Guy's office Friday morning after the game. And usually when a coach tells you that, you're getting ready to either be traded or released. I knew that from experience. And he brought me in and he asked me, he said, how do I turn you into a $50 million tackle? And he said, he said with either with this organization or another one, because I can see that in you and that's why you were drafted. And that's why things, yes, you've had your ups and downs, but, but how do you think I turn you into that? And I said, I don't know, coach, you tell me. And then he looked at me and said, I think you should uh, get a house out here. Where are you living? I said, in a crappy apartment on the south side because I don't know when my last day is. He said, get a house and stay here in the off season. So week eight, I knew that they were gonna give me extension. Obviously I didn't put that out there because there was eight more weeks to earn that right. and solidify that. But when a team or an organization, like when I was at USC, sees the work that I put in and shows love back like they do here, I, I will run through a wall for anybody. I'll take a bullet for anybody because this is my family and I feel like this is, this organization is, is somewhere where I belong and I love it here. We have to go back to Monday night. When did you start to notice I'm the crush? Yeah. <laughs> when did you start to notice the crowd the first time. cheering? You did? Yeah, no one else noticed. Well, here's the thing. Like, I think we're the first time I go in, we're down 
we just, I think we're down already. Right? 14 nothing. There's no reason to, there's no reason to cheer. There's no reason to anything. And also it's not a coincidence because I looked, I made sure, I just didn't want to be the guy to bring it up. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. So I kind of yeah. like smile and I keep my helmet down. And when I'm in the huddle too, when it's happening, I'm like looking <laughs> to where I usually look, but I'm making sure I look down so people don't see me cheesing because I noticed it from the first thing and it just got louder and louder. And now that it's a thing, it's gonna be a thing. So like my thing now is fans, thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. But I promise you, I, unless we're obviously winning by a lot, I'm not gonna acknowledge it, but I do appreciate it because I have to focus, man. There's an assignment. We can't just be out there, dang, or else guess what? I'm gonna lose my job and then you're gonna have another guy reporting. <laughs> Coach Tomlin told me he eventually heard it. Mason also heard it. And did you see Mason's post-game press conference? Yeah, one of those last drives, was when, when you know, 72's entered the game, he's eligible. And I said, are they cheering for you? I think he's, he's like, he was, you know, he's like, yeah, they are. Yeah, so he's, he's, uh, so he was real happy about that. Yeah. Okay. First of all, his imitation of me was horrible. <laughs> he's a horrible actor. That conversation did happen where he was like, but I, first of all, that's how focused he is. It's a compliment to him, right? right. That's how focused he was. It was fourth quarter. <laughs> it was like going in, trying to finish this game. Uh, he's like, are they cheering for you? And I was like, yeah. Good looking guys. He idolizes Tom Cruise. Uh, people, uh, uh, give me some other ones. That little like thing he does with his neck and like, you know, make sure his hair's right. I mean, you have no idea. You have no idea. He has more hair gel and a bigger comb than anybody I've ever seen. Since we're all calling each other out, Mason, thank you. I appreciate that. We should preface that you and Mason are good friends. Yes, very good friends. George Clooney, that was another person. <laughs> Brad Pitt, go ahead. All right, so other fault. than that, what what don't we know about Mason? Oh, you're that, trying to dig safe. here. Here we go. That's, that's safe. safe. Yeah. Other than that, this is another compliment. I wish I had some dirt on him, but I don't. <laughs> he takes his job really, really serious. For him, the type of player he is, he needs. we need to support him through ups and downs because he loves what he does and he wants to be great. He's a guy who needs family and that's okay because in places like this, that's what we are. Lastly for you, going back to uh, 72 is an eligible receiver. Mm -hmm. Are we ever gonna see you catch a pass? You can't tell things like that. Okay. You like that? To I've, be continued. I